Hello everyone, this is Brooke and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener Podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks in gardening, particularly if you're like me and you live in southern New Jersey, which is zone 7A. So today I'm going to go back to a basic topic and that is light because I've talked about soil and everything, but I have not talked to you about light because light is important for plants. The plant leaves, they're green, you know, those little leaves are basically solar collectors. That's how it gets energy. That's how it grows. It is very important. Each plant has different light requirements and you'll notice this on the tag. And so if you're looking at a tag, you've probably seen the terms such as full sun, part sun, part shade, and shade. And so we're going to go over those terms. And then I'm going to tell you some other things that are also going to affect how much daylight your plants need. So the first thing is no plant can grow in complete darkness. They do need, uh, they do need light. Uh, there are some that can grow in like indirect light, but every plant needs some amount of light. Okay, so the, one of the tags you probably have seen a lot, particularly on um, annuals, because I, for whatever reason, I feel like with annuals, almost every annual is like full sun. <laughs> and so what does full sun mean? Okay, full sun means that that plant needs at least six hours of sun in order to, uh, to, to thrive. Because yes, if you put a full sun plant into something like partial shade, yeah, the plant may grow, but a lot of times you're going to notice things like it may not get as big. Um, you may also notice that particularly if it's a blooming plant, you may notice that it doesn't get any blooms. So it's got to get at least six hours of sun. Now that said, there are a lot of full plants that require more than six hours. For example, vegetables. If you're growing vegetables, they will tell you always pick a spot that gets at least six hours of sun. But I gotta be honest with you, vegetables need more than six hours of sun. They need like eight hours of sun. Pretty much they need as much sun as they could possibly get. That's just, that's just how they work. So that's something to keep in mind. Then you've probably seen the terms like part shade and part sun. So what do they mean? I mean, to a certain extent, you know, I think people use them interchangeably because part sun, part shade um, is referring to the fact that plants need between four to six hours. Now, what does part sun mean? Part sun probably needs to be more on the six hour end of that sun. And I think probably something with something that says part sun can probably handle like, for example, more intense evening, like more intense sun in the late afternoon evening, as opposed to morning sun, which is a lot more gentle, for lack of better expression. Uh, So those are the that's the difference between the two. And then last but not least, we have shade. Now, shade is anything that's less than, I believe it's like four hours. That's shade. Um, common plants you would think of would be like something like hostas or like, um, like the mop head hydrangeas. Those require, those require shade. 
And so, like, for example, growing under, if you have, like, a, a tree that's got a huge canopy, like, dappled, like, the dappled sunlight, that's kind of, that's kind of shade. And so there are some plants that do require it. Uh, a lot of plants, especially the ones that bloom, and especially the ones that I find have, like, bigger blooms, tend to need more sun than shade. Um, so that, that's the differences between the terms. Now, here's where it gets a little bit tricky because, of course, if this was easy, everybody would be gardening. Okay, so even if you have things like full sun, part sun, part shade, or shade, sun intensity doesn't matter. It does matter. And so that is why you will hear, for example, in the case of hydrangeas, like, for example, Nico Blue is just something that needs to be in shade. This is why you'll hear people say, you know how much shade it can take more sun depending upon how north you live okay because the sun's intensities do change based upon your latitude so latitude is on a globe so basically the equator is zero and then you know it goes up you know from there and so the lower you are well in the northern hemisphere at any rate because it's going to be reversed in the southern hemisphere but the further south you are, the more intense the sun rays are. The higher you go, uh, the less intent the sun rays are. And so this is why they'll say, like, you know, the farther north you go, the more sun a, like, a Nico Blue hydrangea can handle. Um, if you go someplace like Vermont or Massachusetts, yeah, your hydrangea, you probably could get away. You probably could get away with putting it in full sun because the sun's rays are not in, as intense. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, the other thing is, let's see, altitude. Altitude doesn't matter. See, I live at sea level. <laughs> and so, you know, atmosphere does filter out UV rays from the sun. So the higher you go up, like into the mountains, there's less of that atmosphere and more of the UV rays come through. So that also affects, that's going to affect plants, like particularly vegetables. I saw this one study and for the life of me, I cannot remember what website I saw it on. It was a gardening website that talked about how vegetables were doing at higher altitudes and saying, talking about, you know, the amount of productivity, even though like the, you know, the air is cooler up there because they're getting more of the UV rays on their leaves as opposed to something that's at sea level where there's a lot more atmosphere um, filtering that out. So that's something to consider. Um, the other thing you might want to think about is you have to, you know, sun, partial sun, part shade and shade, those are kind of global terms. But the thing is, when you're looking at the light on your property, it's really got to be an individual thing. Because, for example, you may have a place in your yard that gets, like, intense sun for maybe, like, two or three hours of the day. And then for the rest of the day, it's, like, dappled shade. That's something you have to take into consideration. Um, you got to take into consideration, you know, the shadows of, you know, where your house is. Um, because, for example, like, I had things like I was starting seedlings on the north side of my house because I assumed that, you know, the house would cover 
that there would be a shadow from the house. And I think the reason I thought that was because when I first moved in this house, it was, it was November. And so obviously the sunlight in winter as opposed to summer is very different. Um, the, the sun was definitely lower in the horizon during winter. And so even when it got to the south side of my house, it was still causing a lot more shade. And in summer, that's not the case. Um, in the summer, the parts that I thought were going to be shaded really weren't shaded. So my north side doesn't get quite as much shade as I actually thought it did. Quite frankly, between the house and uh, there are some holly trees, like literally the plants have to really be planted directly under the holly tree in order for it to get like true shade. If it's not, then it's it's going to be getting sun and it's pretty it's pretty intense. And also there's a lot of concrete out there, so that just makes a thing worse. Um, the other thing is you're going to take into consideration time of year. Because, for example, um, trees. Like, trees don't leaf out early on. I mean, unless you're like me where I have hollies, which are evergreen. So that shade doesn't isn't really changing much between the seasons because it's always there. But, like, for example, I have a sycamore tree in my front yard. And I also have one in my backyard. And so it's got a huge canopy. Huge. Okay, so... Yes, in summer, that area is shady. And you can tell because when it's got really, really hot, my front lawn, like you can tell the grass that was getting the shade in the afternoon was green. And then the other half of my lawn, which wasn't getting the shade from the sycamore, was pretty brown and really, it really, it really looked pretty bad. And so something you may want to consider is like, for example, if you're growing something that blooms like in early spring, you know, my sycamore trees don't leaf out until, you know, later on in the season, you may be able to plant that early spring plant or bulb under the tree because when it's blooming, it'll be full sun at that point And then later on, it'll turn into shade. So that way you can kind of like well, it gives you the opportunity to fudge where you put the plants because of that. So how do you know what's really full sun and what's not? Well, I mean, a lot of it is observation. I mean, just during the day, like walk around your house, you know, maybe every hour, every two hours and just see where it is that the sun falls because that's we're going to tell you which part is sun, shade, or, you know, or a little both, or maybe intense for a part of the day and then nothing for the rest of the day. Um, the other thing you can do is you can get a sun, um, a sunlight meter. I know, I'm trying to think, where did I get, I had one. I don't remember where I was when I got it. It could have been at Lowe's. I feel like I know I definitely, it's not how I feel, I know Dambly's has them. And so the way it works, it's almost like a moisture meter reading. If you ever had one of those, you basically stick it in a spot in your yard and you leave it for eight hours. And after eight hours, you come back and it'll tell you whether or not that's, you know, full sun, part sun, part shade, or shade. And so that way you kind of know, well, in this particular spot, if this is where I want to grow something, you know exactly, um, you know exactly what it is. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to need to go get a new light meter because I'm getting a new greenhouse that I'm going to be, something I'm going to be building this fall. And I know where I want to put it. And I'm pretty sure right there is full sun. But I do need to make sure because if it's not really full sun, then I'm going to have to adjust it. So 
I'll probably go to Lambley's get one and maybe I'll probably do a video of me, you know, sticking it out there and just seeing how it goes after a few hours. So anyway, guys, that's it. That is light. That's, that's how you tell, that's how you know um, and understand what the tags are telling you. And those are just some, some of the things that to keep in consideration when you're planting in your garden is, you know, elevation, uh, trees, and the time of year. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, the next episode is going to be on fertilizer because I know that there have been, actually at least one person has been asking me about fertilizer and how that whole thing works. And we'll go over that. And then after that, we're going to start our first major topic, which is roses, which if you were not aware, is my favorite flower. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast if you have not already done so. You can get the podcast on iTunes. You can get it on Spotify. You could also get it on Google uh, Google Play. I think that's what it's called. I do have an uh, audio-visual version of the podcast. That's going to be put up like a week later because, quite frankly, I do have to edit it. And I'm probably going to add some pictures to it so that you're not looking at a talking head because that's not interesting. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys or you'll hear me in the next episode.